this is a place for powerful women. You've never followed their rules, and now is not the time to start. Whether you want to travel full-time, run your dream business, or retire early on a beach, I've got you covered. Each week, I'll give you tactical tips and strategies to build wealth in a way that's significant to you. No matter what your goal is, the path is out there. This is the Money Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Todd. Get ready to light it up. Awesome. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Money Confident Podcast. Today, we have Phoenix Blue here as our guest, and I'm super excited. She's an author, she is a coach, and she really is fired up about empowering women um, and living their life in truth of what that means for them. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So as we get started, tell me a little bit about um, how you got to where you are today and like share a little bit about that journey. Thank you so much. Well, how did I get here today? Um, First of all, I mean, I am a writer and I've been writing since age six. So (laughs) since age six, I've had a dream of being a published author. Um, the journey I thought was going to be super duper short. Don't we always think that the journey to our goal is going to be super short? But instead, oh, yeah. it's a long journey, and I enjoyed it along the way. Um, I have had the opportunity to uh, be a teacher, and that means to also inspire my students to write and to create and things like that. Um, I've had the opportunity to speak and churches and different events and community events and so it went from you're writing all these things you're presenting to all these people what about actually remembering your goal of putting it on paper and publishing it and so um I decided yeah it's time it's time for me to lead by example right if you want to start a movement you first have to be the first revolutionary to start that movement (laughs) And so I decided to go ahead and to create my business because I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur with it um, and to start by publishing myself. Hopefully in the future, I'll publish others. But for now, starting with myself. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think it's important to remember because I think, like you said, a lot of us think that like, hey, I have this dream. I'm going to like go out and get it. And it doesn't, like the path doesn't always look the way that we think it's going to look. We think like, a plus B equals C. And sometimes we have to like go around the block a couple times, learn some lessons along the way. Yes. And aren't those lessons important? I mean, really, uh, my writing wouldn't be at the level that it is had I not had those life experiences, you know? And so I'm glad that the, the journey was not what I thought it would be. I'm glad that it was exactly what it was. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear it. So tell me a little bit about your speaking journey and like how that has transformed into really what you're doing now? Um, So I have been invited to quite a few like church events, you know, people find out that you can write. And so they're like, Hey, what do you like to write about? What's your passion? And I am a believer. So I'm like, Hey, that's one of the areas. Um, And so I would start to get invited to like women events, you know, to kind of speak and inspire people um, you know, to follow their faith and, you know, their purpose in life. And so by going to those events, when I would go there, they'd say, oh, I just really want to support you. It was amazing. It was awesome. And then they would say, so where can I get your book? <laughs> and I would say, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get a book and I'm going to publish. 
And then I said, you know what, it's time now. And I started to write and to write for me instead of only for others, you know, because that's what I've always done. You can find Phoenix at the funeral, that, um, that event, that, that walk-a-thon, that, you know, march against violence. But where was the book? So I decided, hey, let's put this down and wrote. And then, you know, after many, many months of researching what it takes to publish and be an indie author, you know, making it happen this year. <laughs> That's so exciting. And congratulations, by the way. So tell us about the book. Like, tell us all the things. Okay, well, as far as the, there are three books that are coming out at once, right? I mean, isn't that powerful in itself, like in the sense that going from zero to 100 real quick, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. um, The first that is coming is the poetry book. Um, You know, I have quite a few poems, um, thousands of poems, (laughs) but in this collection, I wanted to choose those ones that people have responded to, you know, the most and um, kind of put that in the collection. And so with that poetry collection, the goal is to inspire other poets, you know, no matter what age, from zero to 99, to, um, you know, write their own poetry book and to uh, follow me in my movement. I call it the Blue Ink Movement because I want to inspire other people to be bold and loving and unapologetic and evolving. And so... The first poetry book is kind of, you know, asking people, hey, are you your boldest self? Are you your most loving self? Your most unapologetic self? And um, so that's what the first book, the poetry book is about. The second one is young adult literature because, you know, I've been teaching these kids, kiddos for quite some time, right? <laughs> and so I get the opportunity to see like what they want to see in their books, you know, and hear from them. And they're like, it would be nice to see me on the cover. You know, I want to see characters that look like me and are experiencing things that I'm experiencing. And so, you know, a lot of the students are dealing with bullying and depression and things of that nature. And I want them to feel empowered. And so there are characters in the young adult novels that are kind of advocates against bullying. And then lastly um, is a children's story. And it's about a young girl, and she's discovering her worth. Because don't we have to talk to our young girls about what they really, really, really are worth in this world and uh, what their value is. And so that is the last story is about a young girl and her father discovering her value. I love that so much. And I think like each of those, you're right. It was like zero to 100 really quick. So you're like, <laughs> I don't have a book. And to like, I have three books. I'm like, let me tell you about all the things. But I think it just shows like the perfect timing of like, once you started writing, once you like were lined or aligned or lined up in your truth, it just kind of like poured out of you almost. Like the opportunities were everywhere. You're like, oh, and I can do this and I can do that. And like, it just worked out so easily. So I love that. I love that example and kind of the story it tells. Yes, and I love that connection. You're right. Pouring out of you, right? Yes. Did pour out, right? And we can't pour from the <laughs> So Exactly. Here to pour from, you know. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. So tell me a little bit about because I this is a money confident podcast and I know that you uh, have reached some success both with speaking and your writing to come. So tell me a little bit about that journey and how you have become um, empowered or like like we like to say, money confident 
along the journey? Yes. What makes me money confident is that, you know, I feel as if I've learned from mistakes from the past. You know, I think sometimes we don't even want to admit that we made mistakes in the past. Um, but because I've learned from those, you know, I've become a better person. Like, um, you know, I remember being that girl that, you know, the um, credit card company could convince and persuade to, <laughs> to get that card. And now it's like, oh, honey, oh, no, no, no. Only if there's something in it for me, right? And so, you know, it's like, hey, your girl has excellent credit and she's going to keep it, <laughs> right? Because I know the power in it. Um, so that journey started with, you know, making those mistakes. But I learned that, you know, um, if you make the right decisions, you put yourself into, you position yourself to be in a powerful position because now, you know, I can finance my dream, you know, um, because of those was learning from the mistakes of the past. So, yes, I took those coins that I received in the past and helped them to benefit me now in my present. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. And I think I talk about this all the time, but I think so often we get like we almost like forget about or like screw over our like future selves because we're so like insistent on like having something in the in the present like right now. And I love that you were like, no, like I was working to actively like secure my dreams in the future by making sacrifices today. That's so awesome to hear. Yes, indeed. Right. It's so worth it. It's worth it. Right. You have to kind of talk to your um, future self like, hey, I'm doing this for you. I'm I'm taking care of you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I, from your website, you coach other authors as well, right? So tell us a little bit about that and how you kind of got into the teaching space in that regard. Um, Right now I have some little, little, I don't want to say baby because they're just young authors. Um, They're literally young authors who are just learning the process of, um, becoming a writer and that's everything from just uh, how to even begin you know how to put my ideas on paper and then how to then uh, go out and learn every step along the way and so it's my job to kind of one inspire to like hey you can do this it doesn't matter what age you are um, you know people say you have to wait to this age no 13 16 18 I don't care 99 <laughs> put your dream out there. And so, um, you know, the students, they, you know, they trust me to help them to get their vision out. And I want to make sure that they have something that they're proud of in the future. You know what I mean? Uh, so right now, yes, we're just taking them through the stages of how to get my art out there, how to copyright it, how to edit it, how to go through this publishing process, how to market it, how to do all of them. But it first starts with choosing to write, right? That's the first step. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's the hardest part, right? It's like convincing yourself that like you are worthy. You can have this dream. It's not, I feel like so many of us struggle with that imposter syndrome of like, who am I to say that I'm an artist or a writer or an entrepreneur? You know, like you, you feel like we can't have this thing. So how do you help people like move past that? Well, that makes me think of one particular person and and what she kept saying is, I am, you know, her position, she is a teacher, right? So I'm a teacher, you know, I know I've had this story in my mind for 10 years (laughs) and I know it's a great story, 
but I'm a teacher. And so, you know, I'll do it later, you know. And I kept thinking, you know, kept, I was like, well, what could inspire her? And I said, well, you know, if you were, let's say five years from now, okay, you were to talk to yourself, okay, your younger self, and you had not done this, what would you say to your younger self? You know, is there anything that you could say? Um, and she's like, uh, no, my younger self, you know, would be like, you need to be doing this. You know what I mean? Why didn't you do it? And now look at us. We're, we're five years older. We're 10 years older and we haven't done it. So will you be able to tell your older self, you know, will you be able to look back and feel okay that you did not follow that dream? And usually most people are like, uh-uh, I'm not going to, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. You know what I mean? Uh, so we have to make moves instead of excuses, right? Yeah, I love that so much of like flipping it, of not like, why should I do this? But like, why shouldn't I do this? And like, aren't you going to be kicking yourself down the road if you don't do it? There's like a, that's what they say the number one regret is of the dying, that they didn't take those chances. Not that they were too risky, but they weren't risky enough. They didn't really go after the things that they want. So I really love that you said that and that you're encouraging people to like live for that future vision of yourself, right? Yeah. And to do it scared, whether you're scared or not, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that, you know, you weren't always the fabulous podcaster that you are right now. We have to learn along the way. And sometimes we use that as an excuse that it has to be perfect and then we can begin. No, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be and be you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so true. And I think too, the world is moving to, we don't love the perfect images and like the perfect hair and like, I was, I was listening to a podcast recently and she said, no one likes perfect friends. Like they're annoying and they're like, their life is always perfect. They always look fabulous. Their kids are great. Like their life is great. Like that's boring. We love to see the authentic. We love to see you. And that includes like any shortfalls, the growth, the challenges. So I love that so much. We're really sniffing it out, aren't we? We, we can tell when someone's authentic, when they're genuine, when they're real, right? Um, and real recognizes real. I hate to be cliche, but it's so true. <laughs> so true. Yeah, absolutely. It is true. And I think, again, the world is moving in that way, but I'm so glad to see more people stepping out on faith because it's encouraging in both ways. Like you don't have to be perfect. And even if you were perfect, like the world wouldn't want it the same way anyway. So like, it's even better. It's to your advantage to show up as you are with your imperfections, like bringing that authentic self. Yeah. Show up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, I guess as we're wrapping up, tell us, I always ask the same question as we wrap up, which is, what is the one piece of advice you'd give to the creative woman who's listening? Okay. If I were giving some advice, I actually, if you don't mind, I recently wrote something, um, and it is pretty much, it summarizes my advice. So it says, no 40 acres, no mule. Taught to work 40 hours a week in school. Miseducation of this negress. Regress to slavery. Master bossing me, but with a salary. Trading time for dollars. Coin for collars. Quitters never win. Heard again and again. Get good grades, the goal graduation. Do the dutiful dance for the degree. Stockpile student loans. Pay back. Book fees. Then I went to life 
University. Watched honor students work with C and D employees. Dropouts were bosses, managing profits and losses. I didn't quit, leave, or resign. I kept donating blood, sweat, and time. GPAs did not match my pay. This wasn't what I expected. I had insurance, but wasn't protected. From reality, Bartimaeus until I began to see. The success to say has a recipe. Most important ingredient is not being an employee. To read, write, and add is how you begin to win. To speak, solve problems, and learn is how you earn. She who signs the check gets the respect. To escape the plantation, there's no quoted quilt to the destination. You must first create your own corporation. Worker bees serve the queen bee. Harvesting your own honey is how you build a legacy. Ask yourself, do my skills work for me or do I use my skills to work a J-O-B for somebody, for the company? Are taxes a noose? Time clocks, whips, and chains? Does what I give match what I gain? In kindergarten, you learn to share, to be fair, but you are unaware of secret bonds, stock shares, and trades, so you focus on getting paid. They whisper work until you retire or expire. They hire, they fire, all liars. Money can be employed by you. You can tell it what to do. You can fire your boss. You decide how much your expertise costs. You can pay, play, and provide your own way. Entrepreneur ends and you are. Because you are a business. Neither employee or staff. You are an or. Originator, administrator, contractor, inventor, creator. You are an er. Organizer, founder, builder, maker, trader, seller, buyer, winner. But first, you must be, you must decide to be a quitter. So my advice would be to follow your dream. And if that means you have to quit someone else's dream, hasta la vista, baby. I love it. Yes. Oh my gosh, I was trying not to interrupt, but I like was like wanting to snap while you were reading that. I was like, yes, this is everything. <laughs> oh. oh man. It's it's I so love true, it. right. I mean, we have to walk by faith. We gotta step out there. Yeah, and do it in a way that's meaningful to you, not what your mom wants for you, or your partner wants, or what you think you should want. Like really living in your truth and being who you were put here to be. I love it. Exactly. Yeah, we're here to create. Let's create. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Tell everybody where they can connect with you, where they can follow you, all the places. All righty. Well, I can be found at Phoenix Blue Inc. everywhere. But that Phoenix thing is very interesting. It's F E N Y X Blue Inc. And that's on Instagram, that is on Facebook, that is on YouTube. Phoenix Blue Ink. So check your girl out. Awesome. Thank you so much. And we'll put all of that in the show notes as well. Thank you for having me. This has been awesome. Yeah. 
And that's a wrap. Thanks again for tuning in to the Money Confident Podcast. My sincerest hope for the show is that you get the tools, the tricks, the kick in the ass that you need to bring your dream to life. I'm so, so thankful that you're here. Talk soon.